0: to Giant Cocktails Happy Hour, your passport to a world of extraordinary mixology. I'm Matthew Henry, your spirited host, and right here beside me is the one and only Ben Henry, our esteemed maestro of mixology. Get ready to tantalize your taste buds and embark on a thrilling journey as we dive into the art of crafting exceptional libations. From captivating concoctions to hilarious banter, we're here to shake things up and bring the party to your ears.
1: How you doing, Ben? I'm doing really well. So apparently we're supposed to be musical this episode because I'm a maestro and we're bringing a party to our listeners' ears? Uh, the, you know,
0: ChatGPT does what ChatGPT does. And uh, I actually had to, like, give it a little bit more direction because it keeps wanting to call you a wizard. And I was like, all right, that's already <laughs> going to his head. So we need we need to change the wizard thing. And uh, um, so now you're Maestro.
1: Well, you know, Maestro is like a leader, you know, because he's a master. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, That's right. I, I'll take it. I'll take it. Okay. I'll good. take it. Because um, now cool. I'm a wizard and a maestro. This is true. I'm like this, we're just keep building up your ego. I'm a lizard. I'm a lizard. Oh, there you go. I was gonna say I'm a <laughs> I'm a lizard, Harry. <laughs> I was gonna say I was a leader and a wizard, but then I just said the truth. <laughs> I'm just a lizard. Oh
0: you're All a good it. lizard in my book.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, I'm doing well. I'm doing well, you know. Uh it's been a it's been a, a quiet week. We had a holiday week. Um and, uh, it did. yeah. Although I, I can't, I, you know, everybody knows that we record this early and then we don't release it for like four days. So, you know, I, I'm doing well, I'm doing well, you know, um, uh, let's see. I went to the county fair recently. Mm. Uh, What's I,
0: your go-to food at the county fair?
1: Oh, you know what? It's so I, what I realized is I, I need to go multiple times because I have so many, I have to have funnel <laughs> cake. I need to have a deep fried something. You know, yeah, right. Like, some, like, like Twinkie, Twinkie or, or like Snickers. Snickers bar. Yeah, exactly. It yeah. has to be one mm-hmm. of those things. Uh, mm-hmm. I need to have, I really like uh, the fancy fair milkshakes, and they've been getting pretty fancy. Like, they have these ones where I'm looking at them, like, oh, I should be doing that for a cocktail. I mean, they dress them up. They, they like, you know, they put um, the chocolate coating or caramel coating around the oh, entire yeah. glass, and you get this takeaway, you know, souvenir glass now. It's. Um, yeah. So, so I like those and uh, I have to have a corn dog and then I, I have yeah. to have, I have to have caramel. Uh, sorry. Uh, sorry. What, what's, what's, what's uh, the, you know, the, the popcorn with the, Oh yeah. The kettle corn, kettle corn. Exactly. And, uh, and then I have to have, you know, uh, I have to have a lot of beers. Uh, <laughs> and um, so, so, so you see, so
0: I just envisioned like Homer Simpson going <laughs> to the fair.
1: <laughs> it's pretty much what it looks like <laughs> just, just, just old ben and his lizard brain you know and, uh, uh. yeah and then i don't eat for like two months yeah right uh that, but right. anyway i i don't do that every time i go to the fair but as you can see i have a lot of favorites
0: yeah. I yeah. Well, our fair is coming up. We're like three weeks away from uh-huh. the Sonoma County Fair. And uh, last year, my go-to has been the cinnamon roll truck. I could go to the cinnamon rolls and we usually get them to go on the way out. Like we've done all our eating and then, you know, corn dog, of course. And, uh, um, and you know, one year I had like my all time, like, like I'll tell people this is I had a hot dog with um, uh, what's the donut uh, with crispy uh, cream donut glazed donuts as buns. Um, that's my all-time favorite. That's my like, new favorite. Food.
1: That's my new favorite. Yeah. I mean, yeah it that. was
0: pretty amazing. Uh, and, uh, but not this last year. So last year though, we went to go get our, our, our cinnamon rolls. No cinnamon rolls. They weren't there. What? Yeah. Right. And I, I, I had like this, like a little bit of a meltdown because I had been looking forward to getting the cinnamon rolls on the way out and, and we didn't have them. So I had to live with disappointment that day. And I'm just really hoping that the cinnamon rolls are back at the fair this year.
1: That's that's BS. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that that happened yeah. to you, Matthew.
0: Thank you. That's, Thank you. I appreciate your uh, your concern. And you, yeah.
1: I can't believe you suffered all this whole year.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. And if it happens again, I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah.
1: Amy. All right. Well, mm. you know, I was going
0: to ask you a question, but maybe that's the question. Right? Maybe that's the question. It's I mean, you know, my favorite fair. fair food. Yeah,
1: I think that was a good yeah. question. I think that was a good okay. question. Yeah. All right. All right. So, tip of the day. Tip of tip of the day. But we didn't do the thing. No, you didn't do the thing. I, well, I just blast, started talking. I mean, oh my god! Started, you just started doing tip of the day. Okay, that means. Well, what, you know what time it is. Is it that time?
0: It is that time. For Tip, tip of, of the, the
1: day. day! Tip of the day, tip, of
0: and of and the day. and we're we're you know it's getting harder and harder to come up with tips. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I thought you and I both use the interwebs to help us determine what cocktails we would like to try. And I, I'm pretty sure you and I both use this uh, app called Cocktail Party. Yes. And so I thought that would be a good tip. Like, if you don't know about this app, and we're not getting paid for them, although we probably should now that I think about it, uh, we we. But we I really should. do like this app. I I have a lot of different uh, cocktail apps on my phone, but this is my go-to. And the reason it's my go-to is because you can build your bar on this app, and it basically there's this little checklist of all the liqueurs and spirits and everything, really, like you know what you have access to, and you t- click off all these boxes, and then it tells you what cocktails you can make and it has come in handy many a time and I love going through it and just kind of seeing you know after I get a new spirit or something and I add it to my to my list you know what what could I make so you yeah, know, I feel like that that use technology to to help you you know figure this out because there is a lot going on and it's nice when you can just trust a testy old not testy when you can you can trust a trusty app to give you uh, the next cocktail you're going to drink. So that is my tip of the day. Download Cocktail Party and uh, figure out what your next cocktail is going to be.
1: Wow, you know, testy app. I like the idea of that. There are other apps out there. See, like, see, you... see, I was going
0: to edit that out, and now you've kind of referred to it, and so thanks. You know,
1: I don't... well, you could just you could. I... <laughs> well, let me say my joke because that's that's like a carrot app. You know, like the guy, the, cock, you know, that, the alarm clock that yells at you, you could have a testy app, make this cocktail, you idiot. <laughs> That's true. That
0: might actually get more downloads. I should refer that to, that, that, to, to that the idea carrot team. To
1: yeah. All right. Well, so anyway, there are other apps out there that, that do this. So, cause, cause we aren't getting paid by cocktail party uh, or by any other entity. Like we, every, everything that we do on this show, we choose on our, of our own volition, and, and nobody's paying us for any of these things in case anybody was ever wondering.
0: Uh, but also but if you're listening and would like to pay us by all means, you know, you know, just give us a shout out.
1: Sure. Sure. I mean, if you want to just pay us, Matthew and I will just come to your home and just hang out with you. No, no, we won't. No, we won't. But that, maybe we will. I mean, let, hey, you know what? Shoot us an email. We'll talk. <laughs> there's a price for everything. Anyway, other apps. Uh, Cocktail Flow is another one that I've used. And then on the web, uh, you can kind of make Difford's Guide to do this, although it is a little slow. It's a little slow, Mr. Difford. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so there's a couple other apps. that like that tip a lot.
0: Yeah, another one that I use, and I'm trying to find on my phone because I can't remember. It's uh, something called like Modern um, Modern Classics, um, I think is the uh, the name of the of the app, and it's uh, basically it is based on a book. Uh, that's by the same name, I believe. And it's, again, you put in all your ingredients and it will tell you what classic cocktails, or modern classics, I should say, so not the old ones, but some of the newer ones that are becoming more and more popular, do. So that's another one that I've that I've used uh, periodically as well.
1: Yeah, so. but definitely hold out for the carrot one so it yells at you. <laughs> hold out, hold yeah. up.
0: All right. Well, Ben, I think it's your turn today to
1: uh, elaborate on what you're drinking that is what true. they drinking, Ben. What they drinking? Well, Matthew, today they drinking. The Granjero Pelirojo. Oh, the Granjero Pelirojo. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a classic. It is a classic. No, it's not. It's a Ben original. Soon it's a to, modern <laughs> classic. It's a modern classic. That's right. <laughs> soon <laughs> to be a classic. As soon as I tell people what's in a Granjero, Granjero Pelirojo, um. And what's in a granjero pelirrojo is an ounce and a half of mezcal, half an ounce of mom and pops macrute lime pop, uh, which uses the macrute lime in it, and uh, so so half an ounce of that, and then a quarter ounce of a maraschino liqueur like Luxardo or what have you. Uh, you take all of those ingredients. You combine them into a highball filled with ice and you give them a gentle stir to incorporate them and then you top it off with, um, four ounces of ginger beer or, you know, however much you need to, to fill the glass. Uh, and this, uh, creates a, um, I'm not going to lie, folks, this is a sweet cocktail, you know, and, um, and if, and if you don't like that, I'm sorry. But this is a summery sweet cocktail. Um, I did try to balance out some of the sweetness with the Mezcal. Um, But the whole reason I made this cocktail is I was at the grocery store and I was at a fancy grocery store. I was far away and I was perusing and I found this very fancy grocery store um, that I'm not going to lie, folks, I go there weekly. I go there weekly. I was gonna try to tell this whole story about how, like, oh, you know, I've been, Ben, only shops. You stumbled into this yeah. fancy. Oh yeah, uh, and I was so out of place because I'm a man of the people. I'm not a man of the people. <laughs> Nobody more classist than Ben. That's no, unfortunately, there's a lot of people that are more classist than Ben. But anyway, I, I was at a fancy. I was at a fancy uh, a, a grocery store. Sue me. You know. And uh, and there they had out on display. They had all of these um, uh, different flavors of this brand of aperitif wines called Mom and Pop. And you know they had caught my eye before, but for some reason they had like a whole bunch of different flavors on display, and they were all these bright colors. And you know I'm just like a little child, and I saw all these bright colors, and I said to myself, "Mommy, I want one of those." And because my mother would never buy me anything um, when I was a child and I asked for it in the store, um, I realized in that moment that that I got to make this decision. So I paid $45 for this 750 milliliter bottle of aperitif wine. And Matthew, do you think this bottle of aperitif wine was worth $45?
0: No, no, I do not. (laughs)
1: No, it, def- definitely <laughs> it definitely wasn't. It definitely wasn't. You know, I, I don't want to. I, I I don't want to disparage them because it was like, okay, for what it was, I was like, yeah, this tastes like what I would imagine it should taste like. It's very much like uh, an aperitif wine. So what we're talking like Lillet Blanc, right, is probably the most mm-hmm. famous of these. And but this was a lime flavored one, and it was exactly that. And I think a lot of people are probably going, ooh. And I yeah, I could see how a lot of people would feel that way. But but you know, I I think for all intents and purposes, this this was a decent, decent thing for what it was, you know, I wasn't tricked into buying. Okay, I was totally tricked with the bright green color. (laughs) But, uh, but I purchased this and I was like, you know, now I have to like, you know, I paid $45 for this thing that probably should have cost more like 30 even, you know, right? And, uh, and I thought, okay, well, I, now I have to use this on the show. Like, I have to use this as a cocktail. And so I went uh, and to, to, to work on this cocktail. And the first thing that I did was I paired this with rum because I thought that seems like a, you know, rum and lime flavor seems like a good mix. Uh, I went with a white rum. And uh, quite honestly, it was just it was just a little boring. It was a little underwhelming. And and what really stood out was just the sweetness of the aperitif wine. So I really tried hard with my next selection to try to balance that. But I still wanted it to be something that was summer-esque because you had told me that you, you know, you were going to make a summer cocktail. Uh, And so I was like, oh, that's a good idea. I should I should balance that. And I, I should make a summer cocktail. And so I wanted something that was going to be light and refreshing. And so I didn't want to go too heavy on the base spirit. But I wanted something that was really going to balance the sweetness of that. And also something that was kind of, you know, traditionally paired with lime. And so, you know, I was like, ooh, tequila. But then I was like, no, no, no. We need something stronger. We need something more, 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 right? We need more granjero. And uh, and so I was like, okay, let's go with uh, mezcal, a nice smoky mezcal. And because I know how you love it's of the earth, yeah, kind of like a gran hero. That's right. right. That's right. And I know how you love the mezcal. And I was like, I thought, oh, this is this is for Matthew. Yeah, um, thanks.
0: I'm gonna go run out and buy this <laughs> macroot pot lime pop lime and pop yeah mezcal and, mm-hmm, yeah. and mezcal
1: yeah. And so uh, I paired those together. So, uh, but then I thought, you know what, it's a little boring. Um and and I was like you know I, I I thought it was too sweet so then I balanced it with the mezcal but then I thought now now I want to add a little add a little bit more something to it just because it's just just to make it more interesting so I added in a quarter ounce of the maraschino liqueur because it's like you know it's lime and cherry uh and then I thought well to make it summery what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna make this a spritz and I'll just pop some soda on top of that and boy that was just. It was boring, Matthew. <laughs> and uh, and so, you know. So how could you make it a little bit more exciting, Ben? Ginger beer. That's how. Ginger beer. That's it. Right. And, and, you know, anytime I add ginger to a cocktail, I have to name it. A redheaded? I have to name it. It has to be redheaded. <laughs> but I thought since this was Mexican, you know, it was like a mezcal which doesn't have to be from Mexico, right? Tequila has to be from Mexico, but 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 mezcal can be from anywhere, but you know, it's it's agave, you know, it's, yeah, it's you right. know. So I was this like, this is an Icelandic mezcal, right? No, this was a, this was not an Icelandic <laughs> mezcal. <laughs> they don't grow agave in Iceland, Matthew. Uh, this actually is a is a Mexican uh, mezcal. Uh, that I actually bought in um Oh no. I bought this at Total Wine and More. But it is a Mexican one. It is a Mexican one. I was thinking of the one that I gave to you that you haven't opened yet because uh, you love mezcal. Right. Uh And I, uh, so yeah, so there you go. I paired it with ginger. And so this is a granjero, granjero which means farmer, and pelirrojo, which means red headed. So this is basically a Mexican red headed farmer. Um, and, uh, you know, if it makes me laugh, then that's good enough. Uh, so hence the title uh, of the of the cocktail. Uh, this, I really like this. This is, I mean, I, what I really like about it is all of the ingredients come through. Um, it is very uh, summer forward, right? This is a cold, refreshing, you know, it's it's got a lot of volume to it. You add a bunch of cherries on top, and uh, this is something that you could drink by the pool while your kids are drowning um, or what have you. And, uh, yeah, uh, so there you have it. The Granjero Pelirojo.
0: I like it. And and sometimes the hardest part of coming up with a new cocktail is naming it. And so, you know, kudos to you for, you know, going Spanish route with the mezcal and, mm-hmm. you know, the Granjero Pelirojo just rolls off the tongue. Yep. And, uh, yeah. And, and, you know, I... I have a love-hate relationship with Mescal. I, I feel like I want to like it, yeah, but I just haven't found one yet that really kind of says this is the one. You know, mm. like I'm just I'm dating a lot, Ben, and <laughs> and really haven't found the one to say yes to. But mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, I I feel like it's around the corner. I'm just gonna keep dating. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everyone so far has been like, I feel like I've kind of like licked an ashtray after I'm done, <laughs> and I'm just I'm just kind of like, all right, I need to I need to find something that's a little bit. More subdued, but uh that's just me. Um, and and lime pop macut lime uh, yes. pop. Mm-hmm. I was just gonna say you could find it online for thirty eight dollars, mm-hmm. but then they add tax and shipping, and it becomes fifty six dollars. <laughs> so yeah. definitely don't do that. Yeah. Uh, um. Um. And they actually have lots of different flavors. So they do. lamb's not your thing. There's lots of different. Things.
1: They do. I'm actually intrigued by this brand. I I don't think it's forty five dollars. I don't think it's a forty five dollar product. You know, um, yeah, but I'm sure they disagree. Uh, you know, like I said, <laughs> if you if you really like um, dessert wines or aperitif wines, like Lillet Blanc or something of that nature, because the, the the wine flavor definitely still comes through, right? This is very true to that, and it's it's very um, it's also very uh, festive looking. It's a fun bottle to have on your bar. I think it's a cool thing for your you know just to 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 play around with if you're having a party or a couple friends over um you know it's a fun thing to add to your bar if you're look if you're a little bit bored um but um definitely I definitely am not saying it's bad I just think it's a little pricey for for what it ended up being um but uh yeah um that all be that all all of that being said would I buy a different bottle of this in a different flavor yeah probably (laughs) I'm probably going to yes.
0: <laughs> well, and and it sounds. I mean, you know, joking aside, it's the kind of a different thing to play around with. Indeed. Right? So yeah, why not? and especially as we're jumping into summer cocktails, uh, summer uh, with all the different fruits and and different uh, flavors that you can do through that uh, with these uh, these aperitif wines are could be a great a great addition to any summer uh, cocktail. So so speaking of summer cocktails, Ben. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was looking for some summer cocktails and I have decided that for the next, well, at least a month, because we're now really into summer, is that I'm just going to go full on summer cocktails. And, I, and oh. I do want to warn you, I do want to warn you Okay. that there may be involved, um, some slushies.
1: God damn it. <laughs> <sighs> like, what, what did I say? I said... i don't know what you're trying to this is just this is you know
0: some people like slushies some people in our country ben are like are like are melting away with the heat okay and they need they need something that's cold and refreshing and you know you could go to 7-eleven and get a slurpee or you could make your own slushies and so i'm researching I'm, I'm looking at when, today's is not a slushy day, but I feel like I feel like there could be some slushies coming down the down the road.
1: Just want to warn you. Just want to so prepare yourself. All right. I'm warned. I'm prepared. OK. I'm prepared. All
0: That's right. Fine. All right. All right. Folks, uh, say a prayer for me. Uh, ben has uh, a really staunch no slushy, no uh, slushy! policy and and uh, and I've broken it.
1: So, well, I haven't broken it yet, but I, I plan on <laughs> breaking it so, repeatedly. Yeah, you know, you know, at least a couple you know times. what, Matthew? I've broken it multiple times. <laughs> it's fine. There's nothing wrong with slushy cocktails, folks, uh, unless you're ordering uh, one at a nice bar.
0: That's yeah, fair, fair. I mean, there's got to be a beach somewhere yeah. or a pool, at least. You know, if you're if you're ordering
1: one. Yeah, it's got to be a hotel bar. That's
0: right. That's right. That's right. Okay, okay, so so today my cocktail is called the Daisy Buchanan. And I was drawn to this cocktail for a few reasons. One is the title really, really kind of—it's everybody's you know, favorite like, wow. first lady, right? Right.
1: Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, and uh, you know, the Great Gatsby, one of the uh, you know American novels of of oh, of that's all where time. she's from. That's right. That's right. And and so, so the Daisy Buchanan, which I thought was interesting, because this cocktail uh, is. I think kind of speaks to Daisy, uh, the Daisy, Daisy Buchanan, but also I thought it was a little bit good play on word because it's actually from the Daisy family of cocktails. And, uh, the Daisy family of cocktails, if you're not aware, uh, is basically, it actually started out as its own separate cocktail, but one of the classics, like the, the, you know, out of the Harry Craddock you know, Savoy cocktail guide or whatever, way back in the 1800s. And the Daisy was a spirit, a sweetener and a citrus juice. And you combine those three. uh, So like the margarita, for example, is considered a Daisy. But this one is, um, well, let me go ahead and read the ingredients. And then we can talk a little bit more about, about why I think it fits the Daisy Buchanan name so much. Uh, It's got one and a half ounces of gin one and a half ounces of elderflower liqueur, a half ounce of chamomile tea, one third of an ounce of lemon juice. And you take all those ingredients and put it in a cocktail shaker and shake it uh, for about eight to 10 seconds. You don't want to over dilute it, but you want to get it chilled and then double strain it into a chilled coupe glass and garnish it with a lemon peel. And uh it is a very floral and kind of sweet and sourness the the elderflower liqueur definitely very uh prominent in there i mean there's an ounce and a half of it so uh definitely gives you a lot of that floralness there with the the botanicals of the gin now i'm using just uh i'm actually using um Young and Yonder, hundred proof uh, gin, but uh, I think in the in the olden days, maybe a, an old Tom gin would probably have been kind of the gin of choice for this cocktail, which has a little bit of a sweeter profile for as far as gins go. Uh, but I think pretty much any gin would 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 be fine with this. The chamomile tea adds a whole other layer of this kind of floralness to to the cocktail, and then the lemon juice definitely um, you kind of. It bites into the sweetness. Uh, I did find that there's only a third of an ounce in here for a reason. Uh, if you put more than that, then it overpowers and it kind of cancels out a lot of the, the floralness and the sweetness of the cocktails. So you want to kind of just a third of an ounce was, was enough for me, but, uh, you know, maybe playing around with it, you do you. Uh, so yeah, so this is, um, what's interesting about also about the, the Daisy Buchanan is that, I was I had not heard of this when I found it first, and I I, I stumbled across it on um, a website, and then so then I what I like to do is I Google the name and just see well who else is making this cocktail and are there any variations, and it turns out that the Daisy Buchanan is not there's no like one singular way, and there are lots of people making lots of different things and calling it the Daisy Buchanan, so uh, so this is um, one. I guess option for you. So, the Daisy Buchanan is a cocktail that is much like its namesake is deceptively complex, and it lures you in with its elegance and charm, just like Daisy. Uh, just as Daisy enchanted Jay Gatsby in the novel, uh, this cocktail is is in that same vein. Uh, and and you know Daisy, if you look at her, you know, she was a symbol of wealth and beauty. Uh, but also was uh, she had a kind of a carefree attitude. And so this cocktail really kind of, I think speaks to that as well. The, the sweetness with the bitter aftertaste also might be a nod to, to Daisy. Cause uh, you know, she was a very complex character in her own right. Uh, and so, you know, I think I, so I, I just, as I was drinking this and trying to kind of attach the character to this drink, I think there's a lot of ways you, you could, you could do that. Um, and, I think that this uh, this this cocktail, I could see her and the Gatsby sipping this together, and uh, it being a timeless type of cocktail where they were out on their one of their adventures and they're sipping this this cocktail uh, together. So, so that is what I'm drinking today. I, I, my favorite part about it, I think, is the chamomile tea. That's what drew me into this originally. And, you know, I love that kind of floralness of the tea that kind of sits on the back palate there. And uh, it's something that I think is very light and refreshing and would be really good for, you know, kind of sitting out on a warm summer evening and drinking cocktails. So so next time you're out there and you want to try a little bit of, uh, of summery goodness, then I would recommend the Daisy Buchanan.
1: I'm really intrigued by this cocktail overall. I mean, first of all, it doesn't surprise me that a lot of people name their cocktails the Daisy Buchanan um, because, I mean, she's such a seminal character in a seminal book. Um, So it goes without saying that there's probably a lot of cocktails that are called this. Um, Also, as a side note, I just want to mention when I made that crack about her being everybody's favorite favorite, uh, first lady. Um, you know, as if she was the first lady to to President James Buchanan. I want everybody to understand that that wasn't like some deep layered joke where Ben remembered that James Buchanan didn't have a wife. Um, that was just dumb luck. Okay, so so I'm still a lizard idiot. Um, and uh, so yeah, so 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 just just in case, so if you thought Ben was dumb thinking that that was the name of James Buchanan's wife, then you're right. Um, That being said, what I really find interesting about this cocktail, Matthew, is the chamomile tea. Um, So chamomile tea to me, like if you don't like brew it super strongly is already a kind of a light flavored tea. Uh, Did did you feel like that flavor came through really well? Did you and did you take any consideration into how you brewed it or, 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 or what?
0: I, I brewed it as per the instructions on the tea bag that I had, which was uh, eight ounces of water and let it steep for five minutes, uh, which is what I did. Right. Um, when I drink the tea uh, without anything in it, uh, it definitely is kind of a it's not a punch you in the face kind of uh, flavor. It's definitely a muted, which would be a really wonderful, actually, summer, <laughs> summer iced tea. Mm-hmm. I think to to drink, uh, and I and I so once I've tasted that tea and then I put it in the cocktail, you can definitely you can definitely understand that layer that's in there, and and I think it just adds you know something that you know would have been kind of missing if you had just done the gin, elderflower liqueur, and lemon juice, which is what maybe a standard Daisy template would have been, uh, but adding the tea, I think, is is what makes this this cocktail just a little bit different. Wow.
1: Yeah, I I find this I mean, I've I've really been um, intrigued by the idea of teas and cocktails. And and often when I see them on a menu outside, I often do order them unless, of course, there's a spicy thing on the menu, in which case I order that. Um, But uh, but yeah, no, I mean, this is a very cool cocktail. I'm looking forward to your your collection of summer cocktails. Um, you know, hey, I just wanted to let you know from personal experience, uh, based on responses that I got from social media, and from also my brother, um, maybe you don't want to do that for too long. Right? <laughs> like if you go down a path and you know, potentially people will get like, um, well, first they'll get bored, then they'll become weirdly uh, hostile about it. And, uh, and start making demands. So, yeah. so maybe, okay. maybe, maybe not so far until the fall with the summer.
0: Cocktails. Got it. I tell, tell you what, yeah. if I'm still doing summer cocktails in December, <laughs> then you, you, I, you have an option to just let I'll me know. cut you Okay. Off. Just let me All know. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. Well, folks, that brings <laughs> us then to the end of our show, which means it's time for me to read my chat GPT written response to Matthew's intro. Um. I can see that I forgot to do something here, but that's fine. You took care of it nicely last week, Matthew. So once again, background music slowly slowly fading in. (laughs) And there we have it, folks. Another episode of Giant Cocktails Happy Hour, shaken and served. This has been your trusty cocktail maestro and part-time lizard, wrapping things up alongside my brother, Matthew. Today, we dived into a world of intoxicating flavors with Matthew's gin-based Daisy Buchanan and my Mezcal Marvel, the Granjero Pelirojo. Remember, our tips are your secret ingredients to recreating these beauties. Ready to join the mixology fun? Find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Mastodon, and, and, where else, Matthew? Threads! That's right. Threads! We're on Threads. Um, and you know what? I don't know if Threads is going to kill Twitter, but I really hope that Threads kills Mastodon. No, no, no <laughs> offense to those, those people at Mastodon. I'm sure they're fine people. Uh, anyway, you, on all of those places, you can find us at Giant Cocktails. Uh, show us your cocktail creations. We can't wait to see them. Or just tell us about them. Uh, Enjoy today's episode? Spread the joy by sharing Giant Cocktails Happy Hour with your friends and rating us on Apple Podcasts. Your feedback helps us reach more cocktail lovers like yourself and baseball fans. Until next time, this is your cocktail wizard and lizard friend, Ben, signing off. Here's to good times, great drinks, and even better company. Cheers. Background music increases and fades out. oh, Uh, So it's been a lot of fun, Matthew. Cheers, my friend. (sighs) Cheers, Ben. Bye, everybody. Bye.
0: Thank you for listening to the Giant Cocktails Podcast. Until next time, bottoms up.